Welcome to And That's On Gifted. You're joining me, Rara, and Z, a good friend of mine who's a crystal practitioner and a psychic. Let me ask her all the questions you wanted to know about being a psychic and also Z will speak on crystals of the day, give readings, and also you'll find out all about your zodiac signs. And That's On Gifted is available on Spotify, iTunes, Mixcloud, and YouTube. Hey Z, how you going? Hey Ra, good thanks, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good and thank you so much for joining uh, me again on the uh, episode two. Thank you for having me, it's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. I'm so happy that you, you know, so keen to be here on uh, on this podcast. And yeah, no, it, it seemed like it went really well last time. So so happy to have you back again. That's freaking amazing. Thank you. Now, Z, we spoke a bit about um, the uh, crystals that have helped you in life. Um, you being a psychic and you uh, doing uh, readings uh, with crystal cards and using all these types of stones and, and all that kind of stuff. So now what stones help ground someone in stress? Because a lot of people have lost jobs. A lot of people um, have got investment properties and all this kind of stuff, and they may not be able to find tenants or anything like that. They may not even be able to sell at a price that they um, that they had bought or you know made any uh, gain on their properties and stuff. So a lot of people are having all types of stress. Uh, obviously, coronavirus is a major stress to people losing jobs. So what stones can people use to help ground them? So stones for grounding and stress. You've got smoky quartz, which is really, really good for anxiety, stress, depression. If you're inconsistent with making decision, it helps people with decision making. It's also really good to help retain dreams. So a lot of people like to pop it under their pillow so they can remember their dreams. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. So we've got um, the obsidians. Now you've got a few obsidians. We've got snowflake obsidian. We've got Apache tear. We've got mahogany obsidian. And you've also got like the, the man-made, like the, the blue, red obsidians as well. But anything black or anything that's obsidian is very good to help you with stress and grounding now grounding goes hand in hand with stress because when you're stressed you're all over the place and you can't make a proper decision so you need something that has a dark pigmented color so a lot of the black stones the blue stones the deep red stones are very good for grounding now tourmaline is very popular and black onyx as well Um, but the obsidians are very good for grounding stress and depression and anxiety so they cover a little bit more whereas the onyx and the tourmaline just help ground and protect you okay so now with the smoky uh the smoke quartz is that correct you said yes okay now you said that like it can uh help with remembering uh, dreams now how would somebody you know how, how does that correlate with Uh, grounding someone if they were wanting to remember dreams? Well, I guess with me, I'm somebody that always forgets dreams and it can drive me crazy sometimes. I'll wake up and I'll know that 
I really wanted to know what I dreamt about or I can only remember half a dream. And it's good to remember dreams because they can be messages from the universe or that you can have deja vu moments because usually you've dreamt it and it, you kind of remember the dream and it becomes a deja vu moment. So it's really good to help with anxiety and grounding as a source of in, retaining information. So drinking half a glass of water in a clear see-through glass before you go to bed and putting the smoky quartz underneath your pillow will help retain your dream. And if you wake up, if you do it and if you wake up and if you don't remember it, then it's fine. You're not meant to remember the dream. But it helps with some people that want to remember their dreams um, to kind of keep them guarded throughout the day because a lot of people like to remember dreams because it could be a message from source. And right. this is a good crystal to help with that too. But also okay. if somebody suffers sorry, from sorry, a before nightmare, you can before you do that, I just what you said was really, really key when you said that you, I, I need to know that again. So say if you want to remember your dreams, you have to what again? You have to drink water and? Get a see-through glass. So don't get a mug that you can't see through. It has to be a clear glass. Fill it with water. When you're lying in bed and you've just relaxed yourself, drink half the glass of that water. So make sure that it's still half full. Put it next to your bedside table mm-hmm. and then uh, put the smoky quartz underneath your pillow. And that's a really good little um, trick to help remember your dream. Wow. Okay. This is amazing. This A lot of people are going to try this. It, yeah. And I'll be really interested in seeing um, how it works for a lot of people. The key is when you remember your dream in the morning after doing it, you have to write it down. So keeping a dream journal is really important. Hey, Z, I'm so sorry that I cut you off there um, with the dream, the dreams and the stones. It's just that I got so excited because I have that as well. I always, always look back at my dreams and try and like, you know, try to summarize them and see like, what the hell does the symbolism mean and all this kind of stuff like that? Because like it just certain points in my life that my dreams are very, very, um, feels oh, vivid. Yeah. Very vivid dreams. And, um, I've never, ever thought about the, uh, using crystals to, you know, to get clarity on the dreams or to, you know, even make them more clear. So then I'm easy, like able to decipher them. So that is a really, really, really awesome piece of information that people need to do if they want to tap into that. Mm, and dreams are really important. Like they do play a big part of our lives and a big role in our lives as well and it's part of your subconscious like sometimes you can mimic dreams and you can overthink and overprocess things where you've actually um how do i say you've actually kind of encouraged that dream to come along mm-hmm. you've manipulated that dream or manifested that dream oh. but other times it can really be a message from source or a message to help guide you as well there could be someone that you've met you've had a really bad dream it could be your subconscious trying to tell you to stay away from that person But then another example of you um, manipulating that dream is if you just have really bad paranoia and you're constantly thinking negative about a person that you haven't even, you know, gotten to know yet, then you'll probably have a nightmare about them. So that does happen too. Whereas crystals can help deliver the message clearer. Mm. So your dreams don't get kind of confused in the, have I overprocessed it? It will just give you a, a clearer message of this dream is clearly a sign and the crystals are there to kind of filter out all the negativity and bring out the truth as well. Mm, yeah, like it's really like is. yeah it's it's important for people to interpret their dreams because it is a message that you're getting and it's important to have a dream journal write it down you know go back and look at the dream 
because you know when we're stressed we can have certain dreams and we're happy we can have certain dreams when something's about to happen there could be a warning so I, I do believe that keeping a dream journal and being consistent with you know having crystals and using them to help manifest certain things in your dreams as well is really great definitely and just in case if anyone's out there and saying that that's satanic to try and um, interpret dreams well let me tell you a little something uh, there's many scripture in uh, in the Bible that also um, offer pieces of information about um, dream interpretation. So, huh? Don't even yeah, start. I, mean, there. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it's <laughs> satanic to interpret dreams. I think that would be a bit far fetched if anyone would say that because everything's in your subconscious. Like you've either you know created something or you're either getting like a warning sign. And if you want to know what that means, there's nothing wrong with seeking answers and questions, like seeking the truth and seeking questions and answers. There's nothing satanic about that. If anything, you're educating yourself and learning. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I I do definitely call a lot of things satanic. Um, That's definitely my (laughs) go-to. Go-to word for the day. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Okay, so last week we spoke about pendulums on the last episode. Now I want, now that we're kind of on the realms of healing, people trying to get an understanding of, you know, certain issues and stuff that's going on in their life. What healing tools can people use to help them, I don't know, fix their life? Yeah. So you've got a few healing uh, tools that are, and there's like new ones coming out as well. Like really great inventions that people have created with uh, like say certain minerals, like copper, Copper is a really strong energy conductor. So anything made out of copper is great. Um, so we've, we've got things like pendulums. And pendulums are basically, uh, it helps you scribe. It's usually made out of a crystal point. It's a, it needs to have a point facing the ground. So it's like an upside down triangle because the intention is where the point is. And it can be made of different materials. It can be made out of a seed pod. It can be made out of wood. It can be made out of metal or some people. People like to prefer crystal pendulums. I like crystal pendulums. Now, you have to learn how to use a pendulum. You have to activate it. And by activating it, you have to ask it a truth. Ooh. By asking it, yeah. So my the easiest way I activate pendulums is asking it, is my name Z? Is my name Z? Is my name Z? And I'll keep saying that. And you have to really have um, a good grip on the pendulum when you're asking it so you can't be shaking your hand has to be quite steady and still that pendulum will slowly start to get activated now some people may find it difficult I know it took um, one of my clients about a week before she could even activate her pendulums and some people might take months but it can work for some people as soon as they ask it so just be patient when you're trying to activate it once you've asked it a truth and it's been activated that's when um, that's when you can start asking it questions. So let's say that I've asked it a truth and it's activated and it's turning clockwise. So that clockwise is my yes, because that was my truth and it answered it and it got activated with the clockwise. So anything um, opposite will be a no. And then if it goes back and forth or side to side, it doesn't know. So it can't answer it. So there is moments where the pendulum can't answer things that you need to know. And it's really important what questions you ask the pendulum. You can't burn it out with silly questions or irrelevant questions like, am I going to marry this person? Am I going to be with this person? Or, you know, is this person going to die? There are questions that you're not meant to ask it and there's some of them. But if there's things like you want to seek the truth, like, um, you know, 
is my family, you know, safe at the moment during Corona? You can ask it things like that. So real truth questions um, instead of burning it out too much with selfish questions, if that makes sense. Okay. So what, what, like, why is that a problem though? Like, can it not be so specific on that type of thing? Or? It, it can, but the problem with asking it if you're going to end up with a certain person, let's just say hypothetically speaking, like I'm not trying to be negative, but if that person is a bit of a player and they're cheating mm. on you, the pendulum can't tell you that. So it will okay. start saying, I don't know. Like it will start doing that and then people get fixated on it. So it's unhealthy for the individual to get fixated on selfish questions, wanting to know too much about, um, you know, their love life, their personal life, where I would recommend something like readings for that. Whereas pendulums are really good to help heal you. Ask it questions, you know, um, like, will I be successful? Uh, Will I have a family? Will I... um, be will I be working in the next six months or things that are helpful for the per individual to help heal and grow as a person rather than more selfish questions like will I be like is this person being faithful to me or am I going to marry this person so I guess not too much selfish questions but more questions along the line of helping you as an individual like progressing in life but they're not limited to just asking questions you can use them for activating your chakras as well if you're a practitioner you the pendulums are great to open and close chakras um and i don't know if anyone watches charmed but you'll see a lot of um, yes a lot of spiritual tools and charmed and they really they've got their history really accurate and charmed they've done a lot of research and they're very spot on with how to use pendulums tools crystals and they use a lot of pendulum for scrying and back in, yeah, in Charmed. So if your viewers watch it, they'll probably realize what a pendulum is if they watch that. Now, there's something else called uh, meridian balls. And meridians in the Chinese medicine is basically like an energetic uh, flow through your body. And it's known as, the energetic flow is known as qi. And it runs all the way through your body. And it just helps keep things aligned. Now, there's something called meridian balls that help activate your chi. And some are made with crystals and then others are made out of like a a metal or a copper. And they've got a little board that can like shake inside of them. So they're really great tools to kind of just move around in your hands. And they're really great for circulation as well. And another great spiritual tool is... Oh, is that the one with like, you got the two things in your hand and then you, you're you yeah. like, oh, they roll around and all that kind of stuff and they go ding, 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 ding. Yep, that's it. That's that's the one. So they're, ah, they're okay, the okay, okay. I mean, there's all sorts of spiritual tools that you can do. Now, gridding is another one. Gridding is really great. So that's when you get a whole bunch of different crystals and you make like a big circle and you can lie in the middle of it and the crystals will activate and they'll become like a energy portal for oh Lord. your yeah for your aura so they'll completely so when you've made a circle a circle is a very strong um energy shape because the movement of the energy is just going round and round and round but then it also will cover like a on top of you as well when you're lying in the middle of that circle so yeah grids are great so a lot of people make big grids and they lie in the middle of it and they can do a lot of self-healing as well sorry before you uh, go on there was i actually went to uh, one of your friend's houses and they had a grid a crystal grid i think yeah 
And they did, yeah. Yeah, and that was insane. Like I've never seen that before in my life. And there was so many crystals in that living room. I was like, wait, what? I was like, what the hell is going on here? But it was so powerful. Yeah, and you can really tell the difference when you walk into that room and then when you walk out into another room as well. So Yeah, yeah, it it was quite concentrated, definitely. Because as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, what's this? I was like, okay, because like before, grids are great. Grids are great because you can make different types of grids. So you can make like just a long grid, and that is like an energy um, point that you've made, and it becomes like a spiritual nexus. So you're just focusing on that straight line, and Mm -hmm. you can create like an antenna by putting a triangle in the middle of that. grid that you've made or you can make a grid out of a circle which becomes more healing when you lie down because the energy keeps flowing all the way around so there's lots of different shapes that you can make and then they can get quite complicated and intricate as well if you know what you're doing and if you understand all the shapes because there's something called um the geometric shapes which is probably a bit um they're called the geometric shapes and geometric these shapes, shapes. That, yeah they're all based on the the life forms of life like every single shape in this universe every single structure is made of these geometric shapes and it has stemmed from the flower of life now some of the shapes like one is a triangle one's a circle one's a hexagon one's a square and these shapes are very powerful like they're the powerful portals if you want to use them incorporate them in with your grids so if you've made a a circle grid and then you've got like a square in the middle and then you've got a triangle hanging from above because you've created this amazing grid the energy in that grid will be completely different to just an energy that's a plain circle with crystals around it so these these shapes do do change the energy factors in the grids as well yeah, it's and it takes quite a lot of these crystals to be able to make. Or, or actually, good question: Does it take a lot of crystals to be able to to make that effect? If you want a very powerful grid that blows you away, yes. And the bigger the crystals, the better they are as well. But the bigger the better. Still, yeah, the bigger the better. But you can still <laughs> use your tumble stones. There's nothing wrong with still using. There is energy there. It's and especially if you've got clear quartz, it's like. Um, it's like a computer chip. It can it can be programmed and it's been proven by science. We've got clear quartz in our computers, in our watches. Uh, it makes the computer work and we can program the clear quartz as well. It becomes like a computer chip, a USB chip. It holds and retains a lot of information. So if you make a grid out of like 50 clear quartz tumbled stones, mm-hmm. you're fine. That's going to be just as good. But if you want something to really blow you away, then mm. you can start using bigger pieces of crystals and you can use different sizes. You can use big ones. You can use tumble ones. You know, we'll put a picture up for your viewers to have a look at some basic grids and some really intricate grids as well, because it's very versatile grids and you can really do a lot with them. Yeah, I think so. Uh, definitely. And definitely because the, the, definitely that power that draws people in, I think, um, like I, I know because I felt that energy. I was like, oh Lord. So it's, I, I can feel how, you know, how strong this But I also want to talk quickly just with the spiritual tools. I also want to just quickly kind of add in there about the Tibetan singing bowls. Now, the Tibetan singing bowls, it's something called a sound therapy, and it's really great. And they used to use it in ancient times. And the bowls are hand. um, They actually bang them with their hands. So they're all handmade. And there's beautiful copper bowls, and they just – they kind of 
bang it and they spin it around and it starts making this really gorgeous high frequency sound mm. so the sound helps people relax and it stimulates both sides of the brain and it can relieve stress and it can eliminate a lot of toxins from the body as well because sounds come in different frequencies and the type of frequency that this particular bowl gives when you're making it sing can ultimately alter the way that you think and retain stress and things like that and just a disclaimer mm. too I am, I, I oh, I love me some Jesus. Let me tell you that. I love me some Lord. But like, I do have an interest in knowing, you know, more about like what you do and these types of things, because I think, I mean, look, hey, I'm living up in this world and, you know, I don't see any harm in just having some understanding or just seeing another perspective of, you know, of life and how other people live theirs you know what i mean like what am i going to do just sit in a box and then not know what's up like you know what i mean like hey, yeah and, it's, and it is, there is a lot of people that are very religious as well and they do have an interest or are drawn to crystals but um, it, it can be a bit confronting you don't have to do anything that you don't feel comfortable with um for a lot of people who are quite new age and spiritual they tend to mix the crystals with their religion as well and I don't feel that there's anything wrong with that because it is a natural element. And ultimately it's whether you believe it's given from universal source. Ultimately, if you are quite religious, it is a creation of God. He created this world. He created all the elements in this world and crystals are True. also part of his creation. True. You can enjoy the beauty of crystals and the uh, natural elements of crystals and appreciate them. I know there's rosary beads made out of crystals. I know that the Bible has mentioned crystals um, or even natural organic elements like pearly gates. Mm -hmm. So it's not that it's completely hidden, but if you don't want to participate in things like doing rituals or doing grid work because you feel that's a bit out of line with what your beliefs are then there's that's completely fine as well but you know owning a crystal isn't going to make you a bad christian or a bad jew or a bad muslim like it's not going to it's a natural organic element so i know a lot of people that have been struggling um and they really do like crystals don't want to kind of dabble in it but i mean if you like the beauty of it there's nothing wrong with owning a piece and then there's a lot of new age people as well a lot of the young people that are mixing elements of the universe like crystals and creating like a grid they've got a picture of jesus and they've got crystals around it like crystal angels so okay. they've incorporated it um, with their religion as well. But it's up to the individual and whatever they believe in. But I, there's no nothing dark about healing yourself or using crystals to help heal you and carrying, you know, elements, natural elements and things like that. Well, I don't think it is either because I would never um, dabble in anything dark because I think that's just really uh, – far-fetched and it's a bit yeah it's a bit uh negative energy is real you've got good energy you've got positive energy and you've got negative energy and if you start doing things that are quite dark and satanic which Ooh. unfortunately yeah which unfortunately um some people do don't ever Lord. identify it don't ever identify um crystals with that just because they're using it and doing that they're focusing on negative things whereas other people are focusing on helping grounding themselves or being less anxious and so it, it's it's a bit sad that it's got that stigma and i know that it's got that stigma in the past but it doesn't have to because you're not 
you're not doing anything bad with it. Okay, so do you know a lot about the like dark side of things? I I do. There's a there's a dark and light everywhere. Just like in religion, it talks about light and it talks about dark as well. I mean, heaven is light and hell is dark. So mm-hmm. with crystals, because I said they can be programmed and um, you can make crystal grids and lie in there and heal. There are some people that do black magic and they do put um, uh, hexes Ooh. on people, but that's something that I don't know too much about because I don't do, but I know that it exists. We all know that, you know, it exists and it's, it is something that you want to stay away from because even doing spells, so this is more going towards witchcraft now because a lot of witches like to use crystals because it's an element that helps enhances what they do. Mm. But even people that do witchcraft and they call themselves good witches, any good witch wouldn't do a spell. So if anyone's doing a spell, it's ultimately changing and shifting the energy of the universe. And you are not meant to do spells. You're not meant to dabble in them. But if you want to be like a herbalist and you've got herbs and you're making concoctions and you're drinking them yourself and you're using crystals, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. But if you're starting to bind things and work with them and chant and, you know, put hexes on people or make love spells it ultimately goes against that person's will so anything like that that people use crystals for it's really bad but it doesn't mean you owning a piece of crystal to help with your anxiety or to help with abundance it doesn't make you bad you have to understand the difference of what you're using it for and what you're doing that with so I think there's that confusion where it's been given a really bad name, like new age holistic items. It's been given a really bad name because people have used it for those reasons in the past, but that's not everyone. Now Z, what is the crystal of the day? Oh, so crystal of the day is rose quartz. Now rose quartz is a beautiful stone that just radiates universal love. And it's a stone that helps work on your heart chakra. So for anybody that's experienced heartache or they've experienced a broken heart or they just want more love, and love could mean love from people, love could mean love in a relationship, love within the family. Rose quartz is a really good stone to work with this week. So I would highly recommend for people to go out and get a tumbled stone of rose quartz. And with rose quartz, you can also make water elixirs, which is great. So you can pop your rose quartz in the water for 30 minutes or overnight, and then take the crystal out and drink the water. And then all your cellular biology will hold on to the energy of that crystal too. So it's like another way of using your crystal instead of just holding on to it. You can absorb the energy into your cells. I'm going to ask a random question to Z and see if she knows anything about this. What do you know about people that are able to speak to animals? I I don't know. I'm a bit skeptical. I know that's coming from me, but they they do exist. It's a lot of people have uh, had really good feedback from a particular lady in Perth that speaks to animals and I mean that just goes to show like if people are saying positive things about it that just goes to show that it it, it could be it could be true because just so many people are praising this this particular individual but I just personally this is just a personal opinion I I don't think that I, I do believe animals can communicate with us mm-hmm. um I don't I feel like they can they can tell us things and they can understand us, but I feel that it's harder for us to understand them. Animals are really intuitive 
and they can you know be very affectionate give us warning signs messages things like that protect us like they're very intuitive um but i find that it's very difficult for us to be able to communicate with an animal because animals are so they're really intelligent they're on a completely different wavelength now a lot of people in ancient egypt used to keep cats in their house because they believed that it would scare the evil spirits away and it's been proven now that cats and dogs can hear higher frequencies and pictures than we can we have seen a dog whistle it doesn't make a noise when they're whistling it but the dog can hear it so we can't hear it but the dog can so just certain examples like that if there's you know dog whistles that we can't even hear and dogs can hear like it would be they know more than us they can hear and see things more than us and I think it would be very hard for us to tap in their their kind of world but it it does exist mm. and do you know any more information about um right have you heard anything about that person that in in Perth that does speak to animals if I can say that like is that yeah I mean I don't know them personally I've just heard reviews and feedback from people that have gone and seen her and she does things like bowen therapy for animals and uh things like what therapy? that and she, it's called bowen therapy it's another type of um uh healing like therapy people can do it too but um a lot of people like to do it for the animals so it involves like stretching and um, helps with soft tissue and helps with like muscles and organs and it helps relieve pain so a lot of animals that like have pain um, people like to take them to bone therapists so yeah whether they do it the same with animals and humans I don't know if there could be a bit of a difference but um, I have heard that this lady that I used to do house sitting for in a gorgeous beach house she used to take her animals to get bowen therapy and actually funny funny you mentioned that because i know a person that used to always speak about the um like her dogs having auras because because i had to look after these dogs and she said i have to put like this liquid or whatever on the dog in in certain places of its spine like from its head to it's somewhere on its spine and then like you know calm it down and all this kind of stuff like that because she said the dog was like quite like highly stressed and had been through trauma and all that and yeah I had to like help the dog's aura what was in that liquid <laughs> I don't know but I was like oh, okay all right I'll do it and like yeah so every day I had to put like this liquid on this dog he, he loved it. Oh, well, that's good. As long as he wasn't reacting to it. No, but everything has an aura. Like a tree has an aura. A flower has an aura. We have an aura. So, yeah, dogs and cats, everything in this entire universe has an aura around it. If animals are feeling really agitated and really uh, stressed out, you can help, like, cleanse their auras. Animals have chakras too. You can do chakra work with animals. You can do a, a lot of spiritual work with animals, um, but it's whether or not... Like personally, like I said, I don't know anyone that can connect and speak to animals, but animals can connect and understand us. Right. So Z, we're coming to that time where we speak about zodiac signs. And the zodiac sign that I would like you to speak about is Pisces. What's happening with our Pisces? The Pisces is the best star sign in the zodiac chart. I'm a Pisces, so of course I'm going to say that. Okay, so Pisces are very, very empathetic. So we're very highly sensitive Pisces. So we don't do well on 
medications and things like that that can alter our moods because we're already so sensitive. Now, being sensitive, it's because we're very empathic. We can feel a lot of people's pain, which is what the sensitivity comes from. So being exposed to the real world and being around a lot of people can actually make Pisces get quite um, anxious. So again, work with the smoky quartz. If you're a Pisces, carry it with you. It will help ground you. Pisces are also natural psychics. So every Pisces has, like everyone has psychic abilities, but Pisces are always known to be natural psychics. Um, Pisces are always very artistic and creative. They like drawing, painting, getting lost, daydreaming. It's always, um, life is like a movie for Pisces. So imagination is very, very strong for Piscerians. But other than that, they're lovely, lovely people, Pisces. They're very in tune with energy. They can also take on other people's personalities. So if you throw Pisces in to say three different types of groups, Pisces will pick up the energy within those three different types of group and they can morph into the personality of the person next to them. So they can become people very easily. So Pisces is quite an interesting star sign. They can get, and this is why they can get along with people so well, but Mm. for relationship wise and partnership wise, Pisces needs someone very sympathetic and understanding of their dreams and of their goals and also of their um, empathic ways, because they will need a lot of love because a lot of energy is leaving a Pisces body and going off to the universe to help heal people. So Pisces needs someone that can kind of fill that and restore that balance back into them and allow them to heal through love so they need a very loving and caring and understanding partner no i know many pisces and i know a pisces uh, very very close to a pisces other than you but uh, i know another pisces and uh, yes very very um very intuitive and very sensitive very sensitive pisces always have a good uh gut instinct and they yes too much Mm. actually too much they can really read the room it is really bizarre how star signs really connect with people's personalities Mm. my 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 well z that's episode two and thank you so much for being here again thank you so much for having me Oh my God, it's always, always fun. And I can't wait to continue this journey. And we're going to do many, many, many more episodes with uh, for this. And oh, we are going to get really deep into it because this, I, I really enjoyed this week. And there was a lot of things that we spoke about that I think a lot of people can, like a lot of takeaways, a lot of takeaways that people can now utilize and, you know, memorize all the stuff that, you know, you were you were speaking of and how they could better their lives. And I want you to be able to plug your social media again and uh, a way that people can contact you. Yeah, sure. So I have an Instagram account and my Instagram account is crystals. So C-R-Y-S-T-A-L underscore readings, R-E-A-D-I-N-G-S underscore. So crystal readings, and that's my Instagram page. They can also add me on Facebook, which is crystal readings. 
And yeah, I've also got a website, but that one's just under construction. So hopefully we can get that up and running really soon. That's so good. So that means that you can actually purchase um, tumble stones and crystals and a whole bunch of other stuff, um, like healing tools and all that kind of jazz from Z, from her website that's coming soon. And I'm so excited to see, you know, the the building of your website and how that's going to actually propel you further at like personally too. It's going to be so amazing. So Z, thank you so much for coming. This is episode two for That's on Gifted by Know the Culture. I'm Prince Rara. See you next time. And That's on Gifted is available on Spotify, iTunes, Mixcloud, and YouTube.